Thanks for tuning into the Sounds of Healing podcast. You will discover a new way of being using the power of sound and vibrations. We'll be having conversations with new thought leaders, sound healers, and mind-body experts. Listen and find the path to your elevated dreams. I am so honored and excited and grateful to have Paul Luftenegger with us today on the Sounds of Healing podcast. Paul is an international multi-award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer who writes conscious music to inspire and promote global love and kindness from within. Paul's focus is growing and nurturing self-worth within the listener. Paul is a leader in his new genre of music he calls conscious healing music to empower the listener's heart and soul to thrive. Paul has been invited to the United Nation headquarters in New York City three times to speak and sing his conscious music for the International Day of Yoga, the International Day of Women, and the International Day of Peace. And I just heard that he's invited for a fourth time in October for the international, well, it's not an international day, but it really is international of promoting nonviolence. And I know it'll connect everyone in their hearts. Paul Luftenegger has a very strong, well-established worldwide fan base, including New York Times bestselling authors, celebrities, political leaders, and royals. Millions of listeners have tuned in to hear Paul's interviews and conscious music on syndicated radio shows with thought leaders in the broadcasting multimedia industries. He's a member of SOCAN, Songwriters Association of Canada, SAC, Positive Music Association, and Lara LGBT Academy of Recording Arts. He is proudly an unsigned, independent, professional trained musician, owning 100% of his catalog of masterworks. Paul's masterworks and musical talents have been selected and shared at lifetime milestones for leaders in the wellness and spirituality industries for iconic souls like Louise Hay, where Paul's music was used to honor Miss Hay at her 90th birthday celebration in front of a live audience of 2,000 people that was live streamed around the world and raised $150,000 for the Hay Foundation. In 2017, Paul helped 2,000 people in need receiving free hearing aids in Vietnam. Paul's work is limitless in its reach, promoting and inspiring loving, peaceful space with a strong emphasis on self-love and self-worth. Paul's most recent album is his seventh body of work titled Seeds of Peace and was funded by Paul's fans from around the world, recorded in December of 2018 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, produced by award-winning producer Arun Chaturvedi, releasing worldwide on May 12, 2019 in over 200 countries. Paul is a master of connecting the divine keys to our heart and soul. Please help me welcome Paul Luftenegger. Mm, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so excited to be here. And I know that we're reaching these huge historical milestones on the earth right now for sound and sound consciousness. And I am so honored to be with you, um, Dr. Um, Olson and Karen, for, for just the work that you do. Um, I was just listening to all of those things that have happened in my life since I started doing this. 
And it's interesting because oftentimes people always want the short biography. They always ask me for the short one. And I have to say thank you for reading the long version because it reminds me of all of the miracles that sound creates. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. I, there's so many things about you that are love and just sound that changes lives and heals. It's there's just so much I want to talk about, about how music is the universal language of love and just the connection through the energy and what it changes within. And it just overlaps so much with my dreams and goals with my music and it's in just starting a movement of the whole world knowing that this tool is as close as their heart and as close as listening and our voice. So it's just amazing. And I, I love how you are so vulnerable and courageous and you demonstrate how much our passion and our path and our calling is connected to our life because it is our life and you're living it. So I'd love for you to share about this journey that you've had with music and and creating this whole genre that's started a movement and especially now during covid and all our changes how the message is really powerful also for emotional healing so mm -hmm. i'd love to learn more about that well, the first thing that I just want to sort of start off with is that um, my life is sort of, I always say, divided into sort of two parts, the old me and the new me. Um, I never used to sort of understand when people would say being awake or not. I never really got it. <laughs> I never really sort of understood what that was. And at the same time, I always was sort of mystically called within myself with God. I use the word God, source, universe, doesn't matter the beloved. Um, and the reality is, is that on March the 6th of 2011, I had an experience with God. And um, it was the day that my father took his own life. And it was the day where I sort of felt heaven on earth for the first part of that day before I knew. And then when I found out my life completely changed and transformed in ways that are epically um, emotional and epically human and epically soul. And I started to go within myself to find God, um, to work through the experience that I had at that particular time. And I was called by God every day to start writing music to help the world. And it's an interesting thing when you're called by God to do something because everything in me was like, no, you have the wrong person, not me. You're going to have to find somebody else. And God's silence <laughs> is so powerful because no matter what I did, I couldn't stop this process if I tried. And when I began, I didn't know how. I didn't know how this would work or, or what would happen. And it was a surrendering in a way that I've never had to surrender in my life. Um, and it was really confusing and it was really hard and I've never worked harder in my, my life ever on anything. And I'm a really hard worker. So I wanna start be by beginning by thanking you for inviting me to your show because I know that music has power and the reason why music has power is because we have power. I know that words have power because we have power. We forget how powerful we are. I know I did. 
And until I got clean and straight and centered with God, with my words, with my worth, and with my power, I didn't have any ability to understand just how powerful we are. And I know that I'm here to remind every single person that they're worthy. They don't need to explain to anyone why they're here. They are here for a reason. I also know that the message in my work and my music is that you are powerful beyond all measure. Your life can be lined with a yellow brick road of blessings. And what you believe in this as believe universe is what you will experience. So be careful and be mindful and be centered in the power and create love. Because when you create love, you experience love in your life. And this is the thing that I got really clean with in understanding that when you break it down as energy, because that's what we have to do here. That's the time that we're in. Everything is alive and everything is energy. And really, you know, what I'm going to say is not new news. It's universal laws, but there's love and there's fear. You get stuck in fear being human a lot. I know I did a lot in my old life. And what I know to be true is when I understood my power and my worth, I started to create love waves. And love goes out to the world, but what's beautiful is it comes back to our heart as nectar. And the nectar of this I've experienced through music. Some people experience this through writing, you know, words or living out dharma in a different way. Whatever it is that's the passion of your heart, that is how you expand love. For me and for you and for likely those listening to this, most that would tune into this would understand the power of music and sound. And it's really interesting all these years later, 10 years almost since my dad's passing, I have seen my albums and it's really interesting. This past week, I haven't really looked at my stats or my data on my global um, sort of engine of distribution, but I looked at it for the time of COVID. And I looked at all of the countries that were the top 31 countries where I'm reaching. And what I recognized in the map of the world, which isn't really all that big when you look at it on a piece of paper, but I saw all the countries lit up with where my music is. And I thought to myself, we're amazing human beings. It makes, me, it makes me emotional because um, I remember as a little child, I remember having a dream. <laughs> a dream that you can help the world with love and music. And I remember Kermit the Frog was the, the space of that for me. And um, I remember sort of listening on my Fisher Price record player dreaming of the rainbow connection and how we're connected with our soul. And I dreamt that I could become a vessel of that rainbow connection to people's hearts. And all these miles later, you know, all the miles you have to experience, being a human being is traumatic and horrendously, um, you know, brutal at times. I know how it feels to be not loved. I know how it feels to be not respected. I know how it feels when people laugh at us, um, when people marginalize our dreams. But somehow we get through them by understanding that we have power. 
And when we connect to that particular space within us, in our heart, with the beloved or with God or the universe, when we bring in that energy into our heart, something magical and mystical starts happening. And I have experienced this. And I will say this world is full of angels. I've met many around the world. I also know that there's two worlds going on right now, one of fear and one of love. I have seen the world of love and I've experienced the world of fear too. But I know that the other world of love is happening as we speak and our job is to use our heart to find it. And when we do, you start to experience people like you, uh, Dr. Olson, people like me, and people that care about people. And there is an incredible movement going on that I know you've seen and I know I've seen. And I know many of my friends and soul family around the world have experienced the same loving world. And that's the future. So this is sort of, we're in a, in a very auspicious time historically with COVID. I think music is the one saving grace that will bring people back together. And I think we're in a renaissance of creative energy where we're starting to remember that we're creators and we're here to co-create love with one another. So that's sort of the summation of how I feel called to share today. And I didn't expect to cry either, but I, I really find it emotional right now. So thank you. So beautiful. So heartfelt. And it's so beautiful. I, there's so many things that come to my mind. First of all, thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I read that you want people to help people every day experience their biggest dreams and and i know you're helping me do that right in this moment and just to think of any oh just my dreams and i was going to ask you what your biggest dream is and i see that you're living it and it's so beautiful and and the concept about love expanding and reaching and connecting the world and global consciousness and fear contracts causes so much conflict and we have that choice in any moment we could say am i expanding does this make me feel love and, and connected to my heart and soul and the divine or does this bring in chaos and that's what the music can help with that centering especially when we have the intention of bringing the vibrations within that you're the music and life and message is the portal and the channel that really delivers that amazing message and i love that you have the be kindness that's your website if people want to find you and your work and it's b-e-e kindness.com dot is it dot com yes okay, dot. okay. Yep. so um and the idea of the bees pollinating so i'd love to hear more about that beautiful image and what you do about yeah, that so yeah. the well, and the thing that's really interesting about that particular, my name being Luftenegger, a lot of people go, like all my life it's been, it's, I've been called everything that you can imagine <laughs> with that last name. But the thing that's interesting is I wanted to have a space that really was easy to find and be kindness is a great message because I believe like the bumblebee, we are just like the bee where the bee pollinates the flower, but we help pollinate love. And that's what human beings pollinate. We pollinate love. And when, when and how we do that is with the love that's within us, within our hearts and our passions. And I have seen my love pollinate people. And I've watched people heal before my eyes, their emotional 
discord or their emotional um, challenges by the very nature of my love. And I had this vision after my father died that, you know, God spoke to me very clearly, you know, grief is an inward journey. And through my grief, the first message that God, God said to me is that you're not unique. You're not unique in your grief. This is going to be a journey. And I think, you know, it was a bit of a startling sort of realization to realize that I wasn't unique in my grief. But what I did experience is God started speaking to me in the way that God speaks. And it's a knowingness. And it's soft and loving and kind and supportive. And the one message that God had for me right at the beginning was to become love, expanding love. And I have followed that as my mantra in action every single day since March the 6th of 2011. First for myself, and then on and on we've, we've gone. And I, and I have seen, you know, every, it's interesting on Facebook. I remember once upon a time, because Facebook has been my, my way of reaching much of the world personally. I remember having this sort of vision that I could take a moment and be present with someone with my love and watch what happens. And it's really interesting all these years later because I have, when people think of me, and I say this with humility, but I also understand I've worked really hard at this. I have really tried to have personal relationships with those that connect to me. And anyone that has known me over the course of these years, they know that I take time to write to people and I take time to really have a moment of presence with love because when we love each other, something happens. And that something that happens has never stopped amazing me. And we develop relationships with people that are very similar to us and they care about the world. And that has served me so well with what I do. And I also recognize that not everybody can take the time to do that. I don't have children. I don't have a lot of the things that many people have to concern themselves with. So I did have time, but I will say, you know, we, we sometimes don't realize the moment and the presence that we can have just with one heart at a time and take a moment to listen, to listen is to love and take time to really hear someone and, and, and feel your heart connecting with theirs. And this sort of, this sort of message of love, expanding love was something that really, really um, helped me become who I am. And it, what's so beautiful all these years later is I have a community of wonderful people that have met people because of my love. And watching that play out is an incredible thing to witness. Um, and I think music, I think there's something in music that can teach other people about what vibration of love can do. And we're at that time where I think we're starting to get it. I think we're starting to get it more than we ever have actually. And the, the, the secret to the whole thing is that the love that the world needs is in you. And you're the answer to the prayer that has been prayed by so many people before us. And I think music is sort of that vibration of that in manifest because it's the soul in vibration. And it's really interesting because it's the one thing that can get inside of us. Music is the one thing that can go inside the listener and you can feel that love and that connection as a human being and as a soul. So anyways, that's sort of love expanding love. That is amazing. And I can say firsthand how you touched me and my heart and my soul and my life by taking that time to listen and your messages and reaching out. It's, it's so special, such a gift. 
and such a great message for us all to do. It's so beautiful. So many things come to my mind. I, I want to try to combine these thoughts, if that might work. Let's see. I absolutely love your model of sharing freely with the world. And then you have this community that supports you. And it reminds me of back in a Baroque time when the arts were supported by a, a king or royalty or, or church, and they just kept giving from their hearts. And it wasn't like trying to go and market and have a high sales pitch where you can only say yes and all that kind of stuff that I never could do. And I just love that it just comes from love and the love just comes around. And another thing that I love is uh, I, I used to put people on pedestals a lot and I read about how your life changed a lot by watching Oprah's masterclass. And there was another of her series. I love her as well. And Maya Angelou. And when you read it, it was like you knew there were people that were talking from their hearts truth with these life-changing transformational thoughts and, and concepts. And you took it in because you knew there were people just as if they were in the same room and just like you were, or you were talking to her on a, her TV show or whatever, and it was so real for you. So I just want to invite all the listeners to just take it in on that deeper level. You know, it's not like we're, you are promising everyone, well, if you follow my way, then you're a millionaire. You know, it's like, these are your dreams and this is who you are. And when you connect this way, everything comes back in, in, in love and, it's just so exciting. So exciting. I, I don't know if you could add to that. I, I kind of jumbled in a whole bunch. Yeah, of no, I love, I love that you just shared that. So it's really interesting because I'm sitting here where I've written all my music. Okay. And I didn't expect to have this, this available, but it just happens to be here, which is sort of interesting because I didn't plan this, but those words that changed my life from Oprah, I'll never forget. And let's just tap into this for a minute, because I think as much as they were really important to me. They will be important to someone that's listening to this right now. And when I've shared, when I've gone on tour, you know, I was just in uh, Copenhagen and uh, Scandinavia before this whole COVID banana crazy time. And we were sort of two weeks ahead of COVID everywhere we went. <laughs> so I was performing in uh, Norway first and then in um, Copenhagen in, in Denmark, um, right sort of before we came back to North America. And the thing that I did and do in all of my concerts is I read these words because these words have power. So in 2011, Oprah Winfrey was ending the Oprah Winfrey show and launching OWN. It's interesting because I think, and I'm gonna speak openly here, I think Oprah got a little bit scared, I think from what the reviews were of this OWN network. It hasn't been what it was those first two years since. And I'm sure if you've tapped into it, you've probably noticed that. But there was a magical space in 2011 when it was launched and that first and second year that was so important to me. I would not be here if that didn't happen. I'm the result of that. And I know it for sure. So one of the things that happens when you go through a suicide or a survival um, sort of experience after suicide is that you are really affected with your sleep so what I used to do is I used to tape 
the, the Oprah Winfrey shows that were on that year. So my father died in March and it was so interesting because Oprah launched this in the September area of uh, 2011. And I will never forget hearing this show that I knew God was speaking to me and it's these words and it's Oprah that actually shared this. Oprah hasn't really shared much about her first part of her life and this is the one thing and one time she did and it changed my life. I'm gonna read them to you. The fact, okay, sorry, one bad. Okay, so the more centered I am, the more I see what a miracle my life is. Everybody has a story. When you learn, teach. Use your life as a class. Yellow brick road of blessings enriched my life beyond measure. To do what I do, to be what I am, to live where I live is nothing short of a miracle. I grew up believing Jesus was my daddy and that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Given to you by the grace of God, you become what you believe, exactly what you believe. Dream big dreams. Understanding what God means to be a citizen of the universe expanded my view of what it means to be a citizen of the universe. To be a part of the energy field that is omnipotent, unlimited power, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, all-knowing in all things, something greater than myself. Confidence comes from this very belief that I am a part of that and that that is also a part of me. You are here for a reason. How you master your life is to understand that you are co-creating that life with the ultimate creator. Not understanding that puts you at your own pitiful, meager, little will. Everything when left up to just you is simply impossible without the help of God. You cannot do it. You cannot survive in this world by yourself. You are not big enough to do it. Nobody is big enough to do it alone. You have to understand that your very presence here as a human being on earth came from something greater than you, not just that your parents wanted to have a child. The fact that that egg was hit by that particular little sperm in that particular moment and you were created. Wow. How amazing is that? Of all the different choices that had to happen in order for you to be here now, what a celebration that is. So when you recognize the mystery of that creation, all the circumstances that had to configure and reconfigure themselves, all the questions that we do not have answers to, you must know this, the fact that I am here matters and the fact that you are here matters. This is no accident. None of us are an accident. And I think what this did for me when I heard this, I could not stop listening to this over and over and over again, because what I did is I recognized that even though my father had died, I was here now. And if I was here, I was meant to be here. And it's the first time where I really tapped into my worth and my, my worthiness to be here now. And every single thing I, I, I did after that was about just understanding the miracle of myself. And I think, you know, I say this with humility. I mean, I think we forget we're miracles. I really do. And I think that the world more now than ever needs to be reminded every single soul is a miracle of all the things that had to align for you to be here. It's an incredible miracle. And it's not an accident. It's, it's not an accident that you're here. And I think that once we start accepting that we're miracles, I truly believe that that's where all the magic 
begins to start to manifest. And I think if one message we can get across today to every single person is that we are miraculous, every single one of us, and we are the answer and we are the ones we've been waiting for to really change this world the way that we want to live now. So that's, um, that's what that's about. <laughs> that is so beautiful, every part of that. And what comes to my mind is, is really sensing your dad with you and how you have a powerful knowing of heaven being on earth mm -hmm. and how you bring that heaven to so many individuals lives and also it's like we're all these sparks of light and when they come together the light just gets so powerful and and the, the global consciousness that you're reaching and raising i i I read that you played something during COVID online for 30,000 people. I did. What was, what did that feel like? I actually did. I did it. I did it twice. Actually. Um, I was invited. It's very interesting. Um, I had never heard of the Brahma Kumari before I worked within this. And um, I was invited to be on this um, beautiful show um, for her name is Dr. Sister Jenna and she's a Brahma Kumari. And it's really interesting all these miles later because she was the, the connection to this wonderful um, sort of, I think just world that I didn't know. And I forget what you just asked as I'm saying <laughs> the Brahma Kumari. No, I just, I was kind of transitioning to, to your sharing about how important and what a miracle each one of us is. Right. And yet, and, and, and when you touch people's lives, it's one at a time and it's in their heart. And then just what it would feel like to have that many individuals coming together at one time and you're all experiencing oh, right. It was Right, I forgot all about this. So this was, so you had asked me the how this happened. So I went back to the root of it is what happened, sorry. So Sister Jenna, um, who's actually in Washington DC runs two meditation museums. Through her, I have met so many people. It's how I connected to the United Nations. It's how all these wonderful miracles presented, many of them presented in my life. And that was also another one, um, initiative for a healthy environment. And they want, they support musicians actually, they support people that are helping people and helping the earth. Um, and they believe in this new world coming that has been predicted for thousands of years. And they invited me to be a part of a global initiative for uh, the environment. And they had, they had musicians all over the world and I was the Canadian portion that was asked. So this was a really cool, it's really interesting because I didn't expect, um, you know, 30,000 people you could never really have in an auditorium for me. And so this was a way, this is where COVID is interesting because it's connected us in a way that even in this time we wouldn't expect it. And, I actually did that twice. So it was two invitations of 30,000 people. Oh, so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. And also how open your heart is. I, many people have their own definition and relationship with their higher power and it's God or source or universe, whatever it is, but it's this power of love and it allows us to forgive and be free and connect with our angels and ourselves and that you just live that in the most powerful and beautiful way. And I just am so grateful, so grateful to, to 
know you and so grateful to introduce you to more people here as my dream is expanding. So, wow, I, I would just love to keep talking, but I was wondering what, if you could please share some music as we are finishing here. Yes, absolutely. So I, um, I've thought about this, um, you know, a lot. The, one of the most powerful moments of, of my life, and let me just set this song up a little bit. So Louise Hay, um, many know who she is. Some may not, if, you know, you may not be aware of her work, but I do want to just sort of give a quick sort of explanation of her. So my song was used to honor her last birthday when she turned 90 years old in San Diego, California in 2016. And it was October the 8th, that's her birthday. And I flew down to be there as a surprise with Dr. Christiane Northrup, who is a medical doctor. She's an OBGYN, very famous woman who's been on Oprah. And, um, I met her as a result of, of my work and she was a fan of my song, My Heart. And we surprised Louise. We didn't know how it would work. It was one of those divine moments that just happened to work. And um, 2000 people gathered in San Diego and we raised about $150,000 for the Hay Foundation with all of the speakers that day and the people that came. And all the speakers chose not to take any money so that the money could go to the Hay Foundation. It happened to be her last birthday. We didn't know that at the time. And what was really cool is it was a moment where she said nothing. This woman spoke. She spoke all the time. And, you know, for those that may not know her, she sold over 50,000 copies of You Can Heal Your Life, a very famous book that will become more and more famous over time. And she believed that you could heal your life. In this moment, she was honored on stage and as my song asks the listener to do is to place their own hand on their own heart and feel self-love. So it was a moment where 2000 people in silence heard this song wow. and the energy in the room that day was without question, we opened a portal and a portal of pure love and gratitude for Louise Hay. And what was so cool is she just gl was glowing on the stage and she said nothing. And she didn't give a speech. She didn't use her words. She just accepted that space with all of us loving ourselves. And it was a glorious moment as a musician. Um, and it showed the power of what music can do in a moment where if one person was speaking, the room couldn't connect. But because of music, we all connected. And I think this is where music has that magical ability you know, if one person speaks or two people speak, you cannot speak more than one at a time. But when you sing or when you play an instrument, it is a way for everybody to emotionally connect together. And I love that about music. So this was that moment. So when you listen to this song, it's really simple to put your hand on your own heart and to love yourself. And that was Louise's great message in her, all of her work. So that's that song. So it's my heart. Thank you. Thank you for opening up this portal for us today and just for so many. I, there aren't words that could express my gratitude. So now we will all hold our hearts and share them as we hear your music. Beautiful. Blessings and love and thank you. Thank you so much. I love you for doing this show. <laughs> oh, so much love. Thank you. Thank you. 
to the Sounds of Healing podcast. Please subscribe to our community as we raise our vibrations and offer support and celebration. To learn more about today's story and guest and to receive free gifts, please visit karenolson.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-O-L-S-O-N and click on podcast. The music you've heard today was composed and performed by Karen Olson. 
Until next time, may you have many sound blessings.